0: Well, our good friend Ezra Friedlander is with us live via telephone for a couple of weeks now. I've wanted to get him on the air during this corona situation. I don't think there's a more honest voice about the uh, Brooklyn and um, what do we call it? Haredi Jewish community. It's a terrible way of putting it, but doing it just for identification purposes. (laughs) Um, Somebody who has uh, uh, both... um, Insight and information regarding an important segment of our community, Ezra Friedlander. Welcome back to JM in the AM.
1: Good morning, Nachum. Good morning. Thank you.
0: Are you healthy? Are you good?
1: Baruch Hashem, I am.
0: Uh, did you have any uh, Corona situation personally?
1: Absolutely. It sounds. It sounds. Uh, uh, in a way, uh, uh, if you if you didn't if you didn't uh, experience the Corona, then then you're better off. On the other hand, if you had it and you sort of survived it you you kind of feel uh not vindicated but uh ready to conquer the world again. I don't know if what I'm saying is accurate well enough, you sound sa-
0: you sound good compared to a lot of people who are recovering. How many days were your worst days
1: uh i would say between i would say between seven and and, and ten wow. i yeah it it what 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 transpired is two or three days before Shabbos that, that's I, I recall that because on the Sunday, that's when it really kicked in. So In other words, you, you first, I first felt a chill. A chill is sort of, you know, you want to go under the covers. And right. You feel you, you're coming down something. But the last thing I thought I'm getting was Corona. It did not enter my mind. Right. That's the funny part. And then it got progressively worse after Shabbos. And on Sunday night, it really, really started to feel like Corona. And so said, I think you have corona. I said, Are you serious? And he said, Yeah, you do. Did you have a high fever? No. Very low fever for maybe maybe a day and a half. Breathing
0: problems? None none
1: whatsoever. Wow. But what, but what I did feel is my body literally broke down.
0: Like it was aching all over.
1: Aching all over. It's something that is is I cannot describe it in enough detail. Because people could relate to a stomach ache, a headache, wow. a toothache. Your body literally is sapped of all its energy, and you become motionless. You just, you just sit there. And the pain is the fact that your body is in a weakened state to the point that you cannot get up.
0: Ezra Friedlander with us live via telephone. So your, your first days of Pesach, the Starem, were quite a challenge.
1: That's, thank you. You hit the nail on the head. As we're, as we're entering, you know, as we're welcoming the Yom of Pesach, I literally was sitting on my couch or laying in bed, and everything around me was functioning to the best that, that it could, and I was just not even an observer. I, just, it, it, it just, I was just moaning, I have no strength. I have no strength. I have no strength. It took me, I wanted to dive, and I wanted to put on fill, and I wanted to dive, and it took me until 6 p.m. to wow. gather the strength to start
0: dominating. With all That's, with all that with all that uh, especially where you are. You live in Borough Park, correct? Correct. So especially where you are, you you must know how lucky you are, right?
1: I'm lucky. My father is lucky. Yes, I, absolutely. Of course. I mean, you know, it, it, to me, I mean, look, I never I never felt my life was in danger. Right. I never I never But you felt, must have
0: been thinking is it going to get worse?
1: No, I for for some reason I, I those thoughts didn't didn't enter my mind. It was just You couldn't think. It's just you can't function. Your body shrivels. You're sitting there and you're moaning. It's not a pain. It's it's something that I never had before. The pain is the fact that it would be the equivalent of you driving a car without gas, without an engine, without a motor, without wheels, and and it's
0: it's trying to go. Yeah,
1: and, and you just can't function. And I'm sitting there the, the first night of Pesach by the Seder, I couldn't sit. I, I
0: what were the, your last days of Yom Tov like? Much I, better?
1: I, that, see, the funny part is I woke up on the second day of Yom Tov, and the moment I opened up my eyes, I said, I said wait a minute, I think I feel better. Wow. Literally from the first day of um, Tov to the, the second day of um, Now, the second day of um, wasn't, uh wasn't all that great, but compared to the first night, the first Seder, it was like, 75%. Oh, I, w- I was
0: referring to the end of Pesach. Already by oh, Cholomoid, oh, yeah. you're feeling yeah. better by Cholomoid.
1: Correct. By Shabbos Cholomoid, I felt right. uh, substantially better. And, uh, and then by the end of Tov, I, I, I basically was back at 90, 95%. I mean, I still felt tired here and there. But the, the eight days that leading up to Tov, I mean, two or three days before Shabbos, you, you just feel, you suddenly appreciate and understand what it means to get up in the morning feeling refreshed and being able to function. And, yeah. and during that time period, it was just, and don't forget, it was the, the mood in the air, yeah. reading and about all the people that we lost. It, it affects your health.
0: Now, you know, it, it, a lot of people, I, I shouldn't, well, a lot of people who have been secluded for the last whatever it is, 57 days, uh, you know, we think back to Purim, and who was in our homes, and and you know what types of I mean, obviously the people who knew. Rochelle had nobody; they were already in seclusion by then. Uh, but we know how dangerous Purim unfortunately was for our community for obvious reasons. Um, were were you one of those who uh, who basically isolated with your family once that week had ended, or it took a longer while for you to get into those circumstances?
1: Uh, we started isolating the, the Sunday, Monday after-perm.
0: Oh, now the, yeah, yeah. So the that, same the same weekend that the schools were first closed, the major schools around the country were first closed. You're you're already in your home that Sunday and Monday.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, the, they they there were announcements made that the, that everyone should remain at home. Right. The schools were closing. The yeshivas were closing. And actually, the yeshivas in Borough Park it took them until Wednesday morning. Right. Uh, but the, even the public schools closed as of Monday morning, and there was right. confusion le- leading up to that. So. Now, the reason
0: I ask is because a lot of us, and, and it's so silly, of course, as we play you know these games with our minds. A lot of us are like, okay, we're two, three weeks past purim, so if something happened, then we hopefully you know won't be getting sick, etc. And then, of course, you know this it's, happens to you out Pesach practically, and I wonder, exactly. if, I wonder if that whole timetable was going through your head
1: actually, very good. I actually that that's exactly why I didn't anticipate right. uh, uh, being in this corona situation because I the week after perm I was at home, and I didn't engage with anyone. So I would have thought if you if if you're if you're going to break out with corona, it's going to happen two weeks after perm. And for me, it was closer to four weeks after perm. Right. But look, this is something that is unprecedented, and uh, there's nothing there's there, there's nothing that we could compare with.
0: That's for sure. Ezra Friedland is with us live via telephone. Look, I introduced you as somebody who's been a really honest voice and anybody who remembers the show that we did from Icos in Borough Park, uh, you know, know—I'm and, and this is not a tie on anybody else. Community leaders do what they feel they have to do, but you, you are ready to tell it like it is. So your impression, your serious impression, by serious I don't mean, you know, compared to comical, but serious meaning uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for um, an account of how our community responded to all of this. Is the criticism that our community is getting from so many different angles and uh, and, and regarding so many different things, shul, funerals, weddings, uh, lockdown in general, et cetera, is it fair, not fair? How would you evaluate the way we've responded to, to all of this? Look, uh 95.
1: I would even say even higher. Uh, uh, math was never my strong suit, <laughs> but, but 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 look at the situation. Uh, uh, but let's let's take a step back. It, we kicked in. I would say 24 to 48 hours later than than general society. In other words, I'm I'm comparing it to the yeshivas. The moment the yeshivas closed down, which was on Wednesday morning, the announcement was made on Tuesday. Everyone, all the shuls closed down, all the all the yeshivas. Now, I have to give credit to the Bergen County rabbanim; they had a crystal ball. They closed down their shuls. I think it was before Purim. Am I correct or not? It was
0: the In, it, was, it was the uh, oh was Bergen County? I mean, I know Westchester had no well, choice. Mean, maybe it's Westchester. It was Shab- Westchester had no choice with zachar I, I believe what you're referring to is the uh, Bergen County rabbis that Friday after Purim.
1: Okay, After Purim, so we were. Our Shabbos after Perm was we were, we were open, but we weren't giving hands. We, we, right. It a lot, sort of, of like, a lot, of, lot of
0: elbow touches and all that. Correct. Right. It,
1: was, it was a very cloudy moment. It was a very cloudy moment. I remember my father saying when we take out the Sefer Torah, don't kiss the Sefer Torah. Right. Just put it down. Right. But, but we, were, um, we were unprepared. In other words, we were unprepared. The reason why I feel some of the criticism is warranted is that we should be at the we should be at the other extreme. This is, we're not doing anyone a favor. This is a, this is a halacha. It's not something that, oh, we're in compliance with the government, so we deserve a, uh, a medal for it. No, we don't deserve a medal for it. We should be at the forefront. And there were, there were very there were minor pockets of resistance. When I say minor, look, you're talking about a community of, what, 250 or 300 shuls?
0: And, and very dense?
1: And, and very dense. So, if we're in compliance with 99 percent, you're still going to have 50 people that are not going to be in compliance. You'll have one or two, or maybe three that'll be secretly letting in a million of people. Now, so, I don't think there were, I don't think there was that uniformity when it came to Moshe Rabbeinu. I mean, he had more opposition than that. <laughs> so, so, so we're talking. But still, at the end of the day, we stand out. We look different. And the media loves nothing more than to take a, a small minority of individuals, blow it way out of proportion, when in fact the shoals were closed down, the yeshivas are still closed down, we live in small apartments, all the kids are at home, my kids did not go out. I don't think they physically went out in over a month. Maybe my son went once to, to deliver a package to my parents, a food package. So you're talking about almost 100% compliance.
0: But the visuals of the funerals and stuff is very bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, and again, this is an invisible enemy. It is so difficult for people to comprehend. It takes time. It took time. Now, obviously, when people started passing away, it, it really shook us up. Right. But before that, it's almost impossible. What do you mean? I'm a, I'm a missile? You're going to get sick? I'm not touching you. I'm not having anything to do with you. I'm not even just the mere fact of walking down the street or davening in the same shore, it, and it, it took. I didn't vote. I
0: couldn't believe it as well. So you know, I mean, and I say that with quotation marks, you know that there are many in certain Jewish neighborhoods this morning. What would your reaction be? You, you must think it's outrageous.
1: It absolutely is outrageous. There's no justification for it. And, you know, I always say, if someone collapses on Shabbos morning in shul, no one rushes over to the person and says, look, how do you feel? Should I call Hatzalah or should we rather wait
0: because I don't want to be Mahal Shabbos? Or should we daven for your good health? <laughs> oh, daven for your good health. No,
1: nobody even thinks for one moment. They pick up the phone. They call Hatzalah. Hatzalah shows up. And you know what? Nine. I don't say nine out of ten times, but often a shows up. The person gets up, he says, "I'm okay. I'm okay. I just collapsed. I'm, I don't. I don't want to go to the hospital." And and the tzolah guy walks back and says, "Okay, I'm leaving." It happens. I'm not saying it happens often, right. but, it, but it happens. No one says. No one accuses the person who picked up the phone. Hey, why are you machaloshaps? No one tells the tzolah guy why did you show up. Everyone understands. This is it, it, isn't, there isn't. So when it comes to davening with a minion, I mean, I think this is just misguided. I think these people are not revolutionaries, but unfortunately, they, they, um, they, they take their from kind, and it's not really from kind. They, they assume it is. They, right. they, they uh, try to impress upon you that it is, and then they become all medical professors. I'm saying, what's, what's the point? Let's assume you're right. Let's assume you're right that you could be seven feet away, but you have no idea what you're talking about. So, look, nine, again, again, in, we're never going to get 100% of the people to agree even part of the time. It's never going to happen. It's frustrating. It's extremely frustrating, and it puts a very bad uh, – uh, uh, it makes us look very, very bad. because, As we spoke, we stand out, and people – uh, assume that they represent the entire gamut of the community. Right. But I'm looking out my window right now, and I see someone davening on the roof literally across the street from
0: me. On the roof by themselves?
1: By themselves. Yeah, there's a bacher here. Yeah, I right. must be 15 years old. He's davening by himself. And, I mean, and, look, and if
0: you'd look on 13th Avenue this morning, is, are there, is there foot traffic or not?
1: Very little. I, I mean, again, I haven't really gone out, so I right. can't really tell you, but my wife tells me, look, there is some traffic. Don't don't forget, you're talking about a, a community that is overcrowded to begin with. Right. So if someone just walks to the grocery, if everyone needs to pick up
0: a bottle <laughs> of milk... <laughs> that in itself is foot traffic. You're, you're, you're
1: going to have people. But I just want to make a small point. I want to, I wanted to bring it out. Even with the Minyanim on the porch, i got to tell you something. When I was sick with Corona and the people on the back porch started davening, it woke me up. <laughs> and it, it to this day, it's, it's it's already a week and a half later or... I, I find it difficult to even daven with the porch them because it reminds me psychologically when I hear them screaming Amen Yehai Shmei it it reminds me of when I was sick and it woke me up and it did, where I was so disoriented that it I probably have to talk to a psychologist to get it out of my system. But I associate the the, the, the way they daven with my Corona. Oh, so you and were I, so you were hallucinating. Yeah, yeah, it was, I was. It was a very tough situation. It was a very tough situation. It was a very tough situation. It's not, it wasn't just oh, I was in bed, you know. My fever was nothing. To, I mean, my fever was was was, was the type of fever that, that when you're in yeshiva, you enjoy that fever. Right, it's, the it, low grade, right? It, yeah, because because it makes it, it exempts you from going to yeshiva. <laughs> I can't on, I have on fever. Yeah, it's, but that's you know the, the fever wasn't wasn't it wasn't the fever. It wasn't the cough. It was the weakness, and I'm, I'm, I'm stressing that over and over again because unless you, 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 you suffered through it, you really cannot fully appreciate right. the condition of that person.
0: And you also could say, as a, as a warning to those who wonder about gathering together, whether it's Minion or anything else, you, you don't want to go through this, what you went through, and you don't want your parents going through this, and you don't want anyone in your family going through this.
1: Right, and you, you won't know if you're a carrier. You could right. have the corona and you could be transmitting it to someone else, that person could receive it from you and not, not have any symptoms, right. but the third person could be your great uncle who you happen to bump into, and you could transmit it to that person, and that person could be in the hospital. So don't play with lives. Don't play with lives. It's, it's just not worth it. Then don't become a medical expert because even the medical experts don't have an inkling of what this is all about. That's I mean, true. They they I, they
0: are baffled themselves. That's right. I mean
1: look we as a society what frustrates me more is everyone everyone's busy blaming the other. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's blaming the president. The President's blaming the Democrats, the Democrats, everyone's blaming each other. And I say, you know what? We're all at fault. We we spend trillions of dollars building submarines that we're hopefully never going to use and that'll be obsolete. And we, 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 there's so much waste in government, and we couldn't get this right. We don't have enough ventilators. In other words, we have to wait for the ventilators to arrive from China. We, 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 the system broke down. And this is what frustrates me. We should have known that there was an outbreak in China. And we should have done something about it. And there's enough blame to go around for everyone. And I'm not saying this politically because I right. couldn't care less about the politics.
0: Right. It. Either either enough blame to go around for everybody, or enough understanding that everybody was completely blindsided right. by this. So you know. But,
1: but it shouldn't have been like that. Right. In other words, we, we, we should have had the geni- We should have had everyone in place, and by by the end of January, and said, look, this is going to come here. We're going to have to shut the borders if we needed to shut the borders. We're going to have enough ventilators. I mean, look what's going on at the hospital. I mean, there are people today that could have been alive. That's a fact. I'm not going to go into into naming names because I don't know for beyond a reasonable doubt, but there's no question that the system was overwhelmed, and we could have, if we would have taken the coronavirus seriously, this is what, I think, what's sort of conventional wisdom by now, the vast majority of the cases wouldn't have been because we would have been better prepared. So This is what frustrates me, is that our government sort of Broke down, and I'm not blaming. I'm not saying it in a partisan way. I'm sure there's enough blame to go around everyone, but I'm just saying the fact that it did. That Do you it,
0: think the uh, Brooklyn hospitals are a little less overwhelmed now, based on what you hear?
1: They are, for sure. They they say Hatzalah is now back to its normal uh, call volume.
0: Wow, that's good to hear.
1: I mean, you literally heard the sirens every, every 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 night. You heard it.
0: Do you think our community is patient enough to wait this out now?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm not patient enough. I'm, I'm itching for my kids to go back to Yeshiva. At some point,
0: I think this week started getting to everybody. Yeah. Once Yontov was over.
1: At some point, if 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 it doesn't open up, it'll be the equivalent of, yeah, the operation was successful, but the patient died. Yeah. If we go, if we don't open up at some point, I mean, and 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 it's 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 a very difficult choice because. People may lose their lives right. if you open up, but people will – there was someone in, in Israel yep. I read, that committed suicide. Yeah,
0: because, somebody working the shook, yeah.
1: Yeah, so this, at some point, you know, people can pay their bills. People are losing their livelihood for almost, you can say,
0: forever. And the one thing I would say, and I don't know if this would have any influence on the governor's decisions in our state. I don't think it would, but – You know, we're all educated now. If they did anything in the first couple of weeks of this, and that's why I think they could have opened things up already, but again, I may be be a minor opinion on that, and I don't know all the medical stuff, but... But they really educated us well. They really taught all of us how to properly wash our hands. They taught all of us the importance of wearing a mask. They taught all of us why gloves are such a great idea. And when you get home, and first of all, it prevents you from touching your face, reminds you not to. And when you get home, you literally throw them out. Now, I'm not saying nobody would get sick, but boy, we've been educated enough that we could really handle this pretty well in terms of the, the, the you know, mitigation uh, um, uh, things that we need to do in, these, in this situation.
1: Absolutely. I, I think I would, again, I'm not in government. I'm not, in a, I'm not a decision maker, but I would think that even even schools, I see no reason why young people can't be in the classroom. Right. And, and there's another point here in Borough Park, 90%, maybe even more, had the corona.
0: 90% of the population?
1: Absolutely. I, I, I don't think there's, I mean, in my building, some of my neighbors were telling me that when they heard me coughing, he said, oh, Ezra just got the corona right now.
0: What, says, what, what percentage of the families in your building had somebody who had it?
1: Everyone. Everyone Every had family
0: it. in your building had somebody that had it?
1: Correct. Everyone. I, I was, that was the exact reaction that I had. I said, are you serious? Yeah. I know the, my downstairs neighbor had it already the, the week after Purim. And everyone had it.
0: Well, that's and, the if that's the case, we have to thank God the death toll wasn't much larger. But these, are all,
1: but these are all young, talking about all young people. All young. I mean, young people can get it, too. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Of course. But I'm just saying, but these are all... Well, it does, it
0: does show you that the majority of people, you know, are able to survive it. That's that's really the point. That, that's know. the
1: point. Look, at the end of the day, you can't keep... The, the economy will never, will never be able to... I mean, every day that goes by... Yeah. It's going uh, it's,
0: it's yeah, to... That's, that's why I wasn't sure the governor understood the difference between May 1st and May 15th. That's a big difference, a very big difference. It's a
1: big difference, and look, you, you, you can't. I mean, it's just... And that's why listen, I have a feeling that the economy will bounce back because the moment people are allowed to go out, I think every restaurant is going to be right. packed. People are going to want to travel. The psycho- psychology could literally... Be the deciding factor of your of of your health as well. You, right. We know all know
0: this. Well, Ezra. First of all, Baruch Rofei Cholim. Baruch Hashem, you're doing well. That's a, that's great to hear. And I hope I hope the neighbors that you're talking about, all of whom have gone through this, are all doing well. Obviously, you know there is a significant number of people in our community who've been taken from us at this point by this virus. But uh, like we said, I think I think it's safe to say that the vast majority of those who get it are able, thank God, to recover from it. Uh, but you can attest, for anybody out there who's thinking of relaxing their own rules, you know, being lax about washing hands and masks and gloves and being not being careful about social distancing, you can tell them that you've been through it and you wouldn't wish it upon anybody.
1: Absolutely. And this is very important. Wearing the mask, don't leave your house without gloves. I right. cannot emphasize that enough. And, and practice social distancing. And it doesn't mean that once... We we go back to somewhat normal life. We should relax it because at the end of the day, you're talking about
0: a a life. 100%. I thank you very much for joining us this morning.
1: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Ezra Friedlander, CEO of the Friedlander Group and uh, somebody who has survived corona and somebody who is a very honest, in my opinion, honest observer of the Brooklyn Haredi Right wing, call it whatever you want. I don't like any of the labels, but just for the purposes of identification, I'm using them. uh, Is an honest observer of what's going on in a very important segment of our community.